Hey now, friends, it's me, Lola, and you are listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast. So I've got an insider trick dropping on you in five, four, three, two, one. And here are two questions to help you build your online community and instantly identify your niche market. Yes, I just said that. Instantly identify your niche market. I feel super confident about this. And in a minute, you're gonna understand why. So if you've been looking to figure out how to build your online community and boost your online reputation and identify the people you're called to serve so that you can actually target them, then this is going to help you with that. Okay, here we go. I like making things simple, especially when it comes to building my dreams, building my brand, building my business. I like to make everything super simple. When I first started my brand, I had no idea I was building a brand. Here's what happened. I got an idea, a divine idea, and I took action on it. The idea was to start a blog. It was very simple. As things evolved and developed, it became very, very clear, uberly clear, that I had so much more than a blog. I had a brand. Specifically, I had a life advice brand, The Smoking Profit, and attached to that life advice brand was a real mission or a calling, as some would say. And my mission, my calling is this, to inspire and equip people to positively impact the world with their unique gifting skills and callings. Soon after I realized this, I felt it super necessary to do a few things, four simple things to help me carve out my brand's place in this world. The first thing was my mission. My mission is my calling. It's what drives me. It's what powers what I do. The next thing was my core values. My core values guides my mission. It guides what powers me. It guides the decisions I make day to day. It guides where I want my brand to go, where I want my business to go. It guides my partnerships, my collaborations. And next up is my audience, my community, the people that I feel like I'm called to serve and the people that will help increase awareness about everything that I'm doing. And last are my workflows. My workflows are the systems, the automations that I use, everything that I do that helps to encourage more consistency. Now, remember when I told you that I like making things simple? Well, this is where my obsession, yes, it's an obsession, with oversimplifying things worked in my favor. My obsession with simplicity forced me to discover simple ways to do big things for my brand. I think one of the most frustrating things when I first started building out my dream and my idea and realizing that it was bigger than what I thought it was, which was just, hey, just start this blog. The biggest frustration for me was the lack of simplicity from the how-tos and the courses that I was buying and material that I was buying that was supposed to tell me like how to do things. It's like, this is not simple. Like you're telling me how to do something, but it really doesn't feel like you're telling me anything. And I did not like that um, at all. I think I probably, (laughs) I remember in a training class where I would just ask all sorts of questions. I would just ask all all kinds of questions, but it, it just makes me think, about my mind. I like to understand how things work because if I understand how something works, I have the power to go and do it over and over again and also to help other people around me. 
I found other people noticed that quality in me. I had a trainer that told me before they were getting ready to leave (laughs) their role and they were like, hey, you should apply for this job. And I had a leader that told me like, you should definitely be in learning and development. This is an area that I can see you doing really, really well in. It's because I like to understand how things work so I can go and do it and then empower others. I had a peer that gave me a compliment that I would always have an answer on how to do something, but more than me having an answer for them, I would show them how to get to the answer. And in doing that, I would empower them. So that's what I'm doing right here in this moment. And the reason I'm telling you that is because when I started out, I was very frustrated with building my brand and getting resources to help me build my brand and listening to stuff and buying stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, I feel like you didn't answer the question. You know, I feel like you didn't tell me how to how to do what I'm asking you about. I feel like you told me what you're doing, but you did not give anything that helps me figure out how to get that information and arrive at the destination I'm trying to get to with my own dream and idea. So that's the whole point of my message. And that's the whole point of me telling you that my quirky, no frills fixation with simple minimalism works in your favor too. The simple processes that I learned, like the questions that I'm about to reveal to you, can help you build your brand and carve out your place in the world too. It can help you make space for yourself in crowded markets. It can help you see where a market doesn't exist yet or where a market is emerging and say, hey, I want to get in that space and become one of those top players. I want to be first. I want to take on the power of being first and being a forerunner, being a pioneer so that when the wave comes crashing down on everybody else, I'm already riding the wave. And at the top of that authority and that influence that is up there, I'm already riding that authority and that influence that comes with the power of being first. And I'm getting myself out there and all of that good stuff. Hope that makes sense. Okay, that was a little bit of my quirkiness. (laughs) I hope it wasn't too much. Let's keep going. So here are the two discovery questions that I mentioned to you earlier. Two questions that can help you build your online community and instantly identify your niche market. Use them to name your target audience and to figure out more about your niche market and how you can serve them. Use this ultimately to help you build your online community to help you amp up your online reputation and positively impact the world. Let's talk about target audiences. So your target audience is a community of people who need you and that you need to. Yes, you need them. You know that. I mean, if you don't have an audience, why are you talking? Why are you selling? Why are you serving? You don't. You have to have an audience. You need your audience and they need you. Keep that in your mind. It'll keep you humble. It'll keep you hungry. It'll keep you working to overserve them. And overserving them is what you need to do in order for you to make an impact not only on their minds, but also in their hearts. You need to overserve them. You need to care about them and show them that you care. Go above and beyond for them and do it consistently. And don't just do this for a few select people. You want to do this across your community. You don't want anyone to see you doing more for one and less for the next person. And they're both bringing you equal value. Or if you're a business owner, they're both paying the same amount of money and you're doing this. You don't want to do that. Overserve everyone. 
overserve everyone. It will make an impact not only on their minds, but also in their hearts. They'll feel more connected to you. And then they'll go out and begin to do something pretty impressive. They'll go out and begin to champion for you. They'll go out and begin to tell people about you. You will be mentioned when you're not even around. They'll begin to refer you and talk about you and and become like little evangelists and like a commercial, so to speak, on your behalf. They'll help to raise your brand's awareness, whether that be for your brand, your business, or your ministry, okay? So do that, over-serve, over-serve, over-serve. My husband and I were discussing experiences that we've had with different businesses and brands. And one thing that both of us <laughs> did not like, I'm being kind when I say that, is inconsistency in service where we would see people treat one person one way and then the next person a different way. And it's like as a brand, as a business, you need to have a consistent way of dealing with people. And it should stay that way across the board. And that consistent way of you dealing with your community, of you treating them should be a way that is top notch. It should be top tier. It should leave them walking away every time with, wow, that was an incredible experience. I like that feeling. That's the kind of feeling I want in the other places I go. If you're a business owner, they should walk into a business and be like, wow, this business did not make me feel like the smoking profit dude. If they're listening to another podcast, they should say, wow, this podcast was good, but I can't help but think about how the smoking profit does her stuff. You know what I'm saying? They should think about that. And the only way that happens is if you consistently overserve. Now, when it comes to identifying your target audience, there is one question that you need to ask yourself. This will help you figure out very quickly who your audience is and who your community is, who you need to be serving. And the question is this, who can I help? That's it. Who can I help? That's what you need to answer. Write that down. Who can I help? And think about it. Who can you help? put it on your paper or put it in your notepad, whatever it is that you're using. Answer that question, who can I help? Start there. If you start there, that's gonna help you see who your community is very, very quickly. And then here are three more clarifying questions. What type of people would best benefit from my experience? So based on your experience, think about who needs that? Who wants that? Who's looking for it? Who are those people? The next question to ask yourself is, which industries are my competencies suitable for? When you think about what industries your competencies are suitable for, you're thinking about how your skills, your gifts can transfer into other areas. So if I have a banking background, I'm thinking how can my banking skills work over in tech or even social media? How can that work? I'm thinking about the skills that I have and I'm looking to see what other industries they can impact. And that's going to help me to see more of who my audience is, okay? And then the last clarifying question I want you to ask yourself is what type of person would best benefit from my unique skill set? Answer that question. Think about who the person is. Are they a mom? Are they a student? Are they a working professional? Where are they at? Think about the people that are around you and the people that already gravitate 
to you because of your experience or because of your competencies and your skill sets. Look at who those people are. Who are they? What age are they? Are they women? Are they men? Where do they work? What are they trying to do? Where will you find them? You know, this will help you to build out a model of your community and to actually start looking at them as individuals. What is it that they are seeking out from you that you are giving them and maybe you don't realize you're giving? them. Dig deeper into who you can help. So that's going to help you to figure out more about your community. And knowing about your community is really, really important because it just helps you to channel your time, your energy, your focus, your resources in a way that is way more effective than you just trying to like talk to everybody. Okay. The next thing that I want to talk about is your niche market, because I said I was going to help you instantly identify your niche market. Okay. So let's go ahead and deal with that. So first, let's talk about what a niche market is. A niche market is a smaller subgroup of a bigger market or industry. Identifying your niche market can be simple too. It doesn't have to be hard. Remember, I like making things simple. The reason I say that identifying your niche market can be simple is because I found that your niche market often mirrors a version of yourself that struggle with something that you are capable of solving fairly easy or that you're passionate about solving. So ask yourself this question. This question is going to help you instantly identify your niche market. When I first started, whatever you're doing, add your area of expertise here. What struggle did I need help with the most that I'm capable of helping others solve today? Let me repeat that. When I first started, blank, fill in the blank, friend. What struggle did I need help with the most that I'm capable of helping others solve today. Now, figure out what you need to, which is your target audience, your community, the people you wanna reach, and the niche market that you can really, really serve. The first question is this, who can I help? And the second question is this, when I first started blank, what struggle did I need help with the most that I'm capable of helping others solve today? I also threw in three clarifying questions on that first question, which was who can I help? The three clarifying questions are as follows. What type of people would best benefit from my experience? Which industries are my competencies suitable for? What type of person would best benefit from my unique skill set? Now, I encourage you to rewind Take this podcast back a little bit, hit that button to go back 10 seconds a few times and listen to me elaborate on those clarifying questions because as you listen to me talk, you're hearing my thoughts and it's going to help to trigger answers in you. It's going to send your little brain firing off, fireworks are going to start happening up there and then you're going to start thinking about it. The people that gravitate to you based on your experience, your expertise, what you have and what they look like. And it's going to help you start to realize and see who your community is. It's going to help you see who you can help. And then it's going to help you see how that struggle that you had, that you're capable of solving now is actually pointing you in the direction of your niche market. Here's what I want you to do to wrap all of this stuff together. Don't get stuck on the details. In the beginning, when you're answering these questions, start with broad answers. It's okay to be broad in the beginning. 
It's okay to have a broad idea of what you're doing because you have to start with some answer in order to narrow things down and get more specific. Now, something that causes us to get stuck on the details in the beginning when we're starting out is this, we look for answers because we don't have confidence and information and answers helps to give us confidence. You think about this, if somebody tells you, hey, give me a thousand dollars and I'm gonna help you make that money back, right? (laughs) You're like, I'm not giving you a thousand dollars. This sounds like one of those scams I see online where you're scrolling on social media and you see this big wad of cash and they're like, comment right now. Okay, anyways, let me get back to this. But if someone came to you with a proposition and they're like, hey, give me a thousand dollars and I'll help you make it back, you're gonna want some information. You're gonna wanna get some information. You're gonna wanna see some evidence a bit more about what they're telling you. And that's gonna help you give confidence to make a decision and say, okay, I feel confident enough that this person, if I invest a thousand dollars, they'll help me get this back. The same thing applies when you're starting out. Because you don't have all of the answers and all of the details, you're looking for them. You're looking for them to give you a level of confidence, a level of security. Now, when it comes to you answering these questions, I'm telling you, it's okay for you to start broad and not get stuck on the details because you're beginning. You're beginning and you don't need to have all the answers. Let me explain a little bit more. In the beginning, you don't need all of the details, but if you take what you have and what you're learning and you just begin to work with it, you'll find that more answers will come. You'll find that you'll get more specific, you'll get more details, you'll get what you need. So start with a broad answer. Like if I'm answering the question of who can I help, the people that I can help are gonna be online creators. That's very broad, right? But then I'm gonna start just digging deeper. I'm gonna start thinking more. I'm gonna ask myself some of those clarifying questions and then that's gonna help me go deeper. It's gonna help me go more specific and it's gonna help me niche down into who, who, into who, I said who, who. It's gonna help me to niche down into who I can really help. So take this information, use it to help you build your online community and instantly identify your niche market. I'm Lola, I'm with The Smoking Profit. I super hope you enjoyed this message today. I definitely enjoyed giving it to you. Do me a favor, if this message is helping you, then share our podcast with someone else. Take the podcast and just send it to a friend and tell them why you want them to listen and tell them that you're very, very excited about their future and all that good stuff. I'm Lola with The Smoking Prophet. Until next time, have the most amazing life. Bye. Spiritually, creatively, socially. Spiritually, creatively, socially. Do life, do life, do it better, do it better. Profit takes your skills and gifts and mold you to life, to life.